Hey everybody, Ian here to tell you all about the fine shows you could be listening to from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Let's start it off with the original Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all, starring myself and my good buddy Chewy, where we talk about our friendship, our past, our future, our history, ghosts, clowns, sharks, dolphins, and Stan Lee. That comes out every single Friday. You can also check out Four Color Commentary, where myself, Chewy, Ryan, and Alan talk about comic books. That's right, kids, comic books. Old, new, comic book movies and news, so many comics you can't even handle it all. That comes out every new comic book day, which is Wednesdays for those of you in the know. If you're an old or new comic books fan, this is the podcast for you. And every Saturday, Ryan and I team up for an action-packed blockbuster with Super Action Bros, where we watch movies with explosions and car chases. Strap in, everybody, and get your popcorn ready, because Super Action Bros is coming your way. And finally, the dark and spooky side of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. That's right, boys and girls. Get ready for some scares. It's Eyes in the Dark with Chewy, Evan, and James as they watch classic horror movies and some of those that were made just as a quick cash grab. Well, everybody, that's all the shows of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Odds are you're listening to one right now or I wouldn't even be here. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to subscribe to us and sit back, relax, and enjoy another fine Stuff and Things Network podcast. episode of Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. Hello, everybody. How are you? Feeling feeling sad? It's another rough one. Why does everyone keep dying in 27, or 2016? 2017? Oh, God. It's going to be even worse then. Everyone's going to die. Everyone. All oh, man. It's a, it's a sad day for many in the pop music community today, uh, which will be yesterday by the time you hear this. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk briefly about it, um, I think. <laughs> so um, welcome to Stuff and Things. If this is your first time with us, hello, welcome. Uh, and if you are returning uh, Sat Cat, welcome back. You guys rock. Uh, wiggity, wiggity, wow. It's the new, it's a new catchphrase I'm trying to catch on. Mike D and the Sturge, you know. Wiggity, wiggity, wow. It's Mike D and the Sturge on KPP7. Uh, something like that. Anyway, uh, so before we get into the fun, uh, there are a couple ways you can reach out to us if you like things that we do and you want to get involved. Way number one is by visiting our uh, website, which is actually the website of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, of which we are the founding podcast of. So uh, if you go to stuffandthingsnetwork.com, A-N-D, Stuff and Things network.com uh you'll see a page with all the different shows we have displayed if you click on the stuff and things uh album artwork you'll be taken to a page where you can subscribe to us on multiple different platforms
platforms. Uh, of course, iTunes and Stitcher. Now also Google Google Play Music has added podcasts, and our podcasts, all of them are on there. So you can subscribe on that. Uh, you can also reach out to us uh, via social media, such as Twitter, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, tumblr instagram uh, we're also individually on on, on the social networks uh, so if you want to reach me on like twitter uh you can reach me at uh i rich that's at i-r-i-t-c-h and for chewy it's at chupacabra c-h-e-w-p-a-c-a-b-r-a yeah okay he's about that right <laughs> i was like mm, seemed like an extra a in there it's like but do you ever like get tripped up like banana like how many n's and a's are in there all the fucking time <laughs> that's that's why i picked that so I was constantly <laughs> challenged myself all the fucking time. So uh, you can do that uh, if you'd like. You can also uh, reach out to us via email if you'd like. Uh, there's a uh, contact us button on the very front page of that uh, website. You can go ahead and fill out a little form there and put your email address in. Put your uh, put, put pick the show, pick our show, our show, the one you're emailing, uh, and uh, send us a little message, an electronic mail message. So it's like electronic version of those Harry Potter owls flying to our inbox and throwing a letter at us, and we appreciate it purging a, a message in there like you know like when they feed the baby owls yes but instead it's just like they don't really go over that in harry potter it's a regurgitated podcast as well as and then it's just like oh, hi my name is <laughs> jesus um so you can do that um so again all that information stuff and things network.com uh so chewy yes it is a sad day in pop culture today a, a pop culture legend has passed on another one this year. Good Lord, we've had so many. Yes, two have in the past couple of days. Two have? Yeah. Oh, no, who else? Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, you forgot because you made her a lesser being because no. she's a woman, Ian. No, it's because... That's I, why. Because I was never a big wrestling fan like you, Chewie. Because you marginalized Chewie, her. Chewie, let, let's talk about them both. Let's start with her because since she no. was the one who passed first and is and, and in your eyes is is the more important of the two. No, in my eyes, they're equally important. Okay. In your eyes, one is superior okay. to the other. All so right. So let's do, let's do it. Okay. Let's do the one that you want to do first. Okay. All right. I see this is the episode where... So let's, 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 this is intervention episode. So where we break Ian down. Am I going to have to accept the gift of help today? You're going to have to accept the gift of... <laughs> of hell today? <laughs> of hell, yeah. <laughs> just, we're just going to give you shit. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you. You, you, you piece of shit. Piece of... All right, let me guess. I have to go to rehab? No. We just came here to tell you what a fucking <laughs> asshole you were. You piece of... F- fuck. You fucking you, shit. You shitting son of a... Fuck. I hope those drugs kill you. That's what I have to say. Every time, Ian, you take those drugs, I pray they kill you. I pray this is the last time. I pray time it's the last time. Oh, you don't want me to, to suffer anymore. No, I don't want to suffer anymore. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Chewy. Yes. Another pop music icon has passed away. Yes. Big, just as big as Bowie in in, in a lot of ways. Uh, probably the biggest one of, uh, behind. Maybe on the same level. I wouldn't even say the same level. Maybe a little more, maybe musically creative than maybe Michael Jackson. But Prince has passed away. Chewy. I I did not find out about this until midday today, and I was very, very surprised. You're behind the times, Ian. I am. It happened uh, today, and I was. I already had a full-on crying session. I dealt. I, I I just dove right into the world of drugs and drug abuse to numb the pain. I recovered. Miraculously, thank the Lord. Um, and then I wrote an awe-inspiring play in his honor. I slept until noon today. 
Yeah, I was because I was very early. I knew there work. was something wrong with the world, and I knew in order to have the energy I needed to get through my no, day, it's because you went to bed late. I did, and but you but didn't I have sh- to work until later. That's yeah, the real but reason. I felt like shit today <laughs> because I slept too much today. Today, every day, T- you know. <laughs> today was no exception. Um, but yeah, man, another one gone. Another one bites the dust, as, yes. as, as another fallen pop star has said. Um, I, when I'll be honest, I, when I was younger, was never a big Prince fan and not that I hated Prince. I just never, I didn't really appreciate his music until I got older and funkier. And now I'm, I'm bummed out because he seemed like a weird, but cool guy. I mean, I know there's that Kevin Smith story about how Smith is, (laughs) Kevin Smith talked about how weird Prince is, Yeah, but, but he doesn't ever, he never want you to help me shoot this video. Yeah, I know. But even then, like. Even even our, our my good my good hero Kevin Smith uh, has even said like that really helped me to be better at the thing that I do most now, which mm. is speaking publicly to people and regaling them with stories. That's what I do even more than movies. That's where my money comes from. And so without that print story, without that experience, he wouldn't have been able to do that. So, but I, I don't know. I I really I really forget how goddamn funky his music is and i remember i remember specifically another reason i want to talk about this is because when we lived at the old house for a while we were getting yeah. kind of like podcast was dredging along we we're kind of like all right and like so i'm like new idea yeah. and we're gonna play music to get hyped up yeah for the podcast now we don't do that anymore we're happy yeah. with being drudged dredging along but um i would always put on prince and i would yeah. just dance around and you'd be like what's wrong with you well we listen to you know i mean my favorite my favorite prince song bat Bat dance. <laughs> oh God! So like, that was my first exposure to Prince. Was the Batman soundtrack? I um, like Prince. You know, hey man, like what are you gonna do? Like I, it, I what are you gonna do? Well, you can not. You know, it's it's you can it's okay to not like Prince just because he passed away. What I'm saying. Mean, That's what I'm saying. Like, but I, you're saying you can't help it. No, I'm just saying. Let me. I didn't. Interrupt your sadness. I'm I'm just confused because you said I like Prince. What are you gonna do? As if someone's like, <laughs> if you don't like Prince now, you're an asshole because he because he's gone. It's absolutely. I feel like no one. I feel like no one nowadays cares about. <laughs> no one says good riddance. No one cares about anybody until they die. Okay. All right. Explain. Like, I did not hear. I oh man, like the outcry of Bowie after he was dead versus you know whatever he was doing before that you know even though he was still doing things here and there i mean he had an album that came out like what a couple weeks prior and like no one not even two or three days two or three days prior and no one i knew and no one no one was like hey a new bowie album oh man that's crazy and then it was like a couple days after it's like dude and that new bowie album it's like um all right, where was all this? Nope, nope, not even the internet told me. I'm going to quote the great Joni Mitchell on this one. Don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you got till it's gone. That's how we are as humans, unfortunately. Yeah, well. Oh my God, I didn't just kill Joni Mitchell, did I? <laughs> no, no, because I'm talking still. about her, and as long as you talk about people forever, no. they'll never die. They'll never die, as or, long as you're constantly or, caring about or them. Or are you speaking about her because she just died? No, I don't want Joni Mitchell to die. That's how it works. What, so if it's, many- what if it's not even like a thing, Ian, where it's like, oh, I heard about it, so now I'm talking about it? Like It's more of like, all of a sudden, someone starts talking about like a celebrity, 
And it's like, oh, that's weird. We haven't talked about that person in a while. And then you just hear like, oh, found dead. And they're, you know, and then it's like, holy shit. What if it's like a, a rift in the universe, like a ripple, like goes out when they die and inspires certain people to just like talk about them? It like, I don't know, like fucks with the think cloud or something. <laughs> think cloud. Yeah. Is that what you think runs the universe? Is that what you call it? The think cloud? I never said it runs the universe. The IBM think cloud. <laughs> I never said it runs the universe, first of all. Second of all, I do think there's some sort of a collective uh, like thought process. It okay. just seems weird that sometimes people are like, like just the same idea seems to permeate from different places at the same time. And it's like, huh, that was fucking weird. Anyway, and usually we just brush it off as that. But I don't know, man. I feel like we're all, I mean, if we're all, if we're all everything and no one is nothing, then we're all fucking connected, bro. That's all I'm saying. True that. So Prince, okay, he I I've, I've never been like a huge Prince fan. Um, you know what I mean? The songs I heard, pretty much I liked. Um, I grew to like him more as I grew up. You know? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't affect you positively or negatively that he's gone, does it? Um, I feel like as I got older. I got to learn more about him or maybe I paid more attention to him and like how he carried himself. And I'm like, I kind of felt like he might've been a dick. Maybe like just in his private life. Yeah, maybe. And then I would read and hear stories that would pop up and it would kind of reaffirm that. And I'm like, uh, I'm just going to ignore Prince because I feel like the more I learn about him, the less I'm gonna like him, he, and he, the, yeah. he did a lot for artist rights. Though the idea that he's like, okay, fine, you say you own my name, fine, I will go release albums under another yeah. name, and yeah. you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, and he walked away. No, I mean, and then he, he became some, that awesome weird symbol. He did some cool stuff. He, he did. did some cool stuff. He did, but he wrote I, some funky jams, dude. That's yeah. all, let's let's be honest. Let's talk about his work. He wrote some funky, funky fucking jams. jams. Funky jams. Nice, smooth ass, you know. <laughs> he's a uh, little fella, too. Little fella. He's like, what, 5'2"? Yeah, he's tiny. Something like that. But five, he probably two, five, is, he's probably going to get laid. He probably got laid more times in his life than you and I will get combined. Absolutely. I and, mean, and that's with one with different partners, probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, he's just a... <laughs> he's a People wanted to fuck Prince is a magnet for, for love. That's what he is. <laughs> the prince, the magnet for love. Oh, <laughs> he's a magnet for love. That's, true. That's what he was. It's true. Um, he wrote. He wrote a lot of songs too that, like, weren't stuff that he necessarily was known for. Yeah. Like he wrote like Madonna songs. Mm-hmm. He wrote a Cyndi Lauper song. He played electric guitar on uh, like a Virgin, I think it was, or or um, what's the other one I'm thinking of? <laughs> There's a lot of Madonna like a, songs. Like a prayer. Like a prayer? Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anyone's like a rocking guitar solo. I didn't say it was a rocking guitar oh, solo. I, I say he played electric I guitar you. in one of them. Well, you know that Sinead O'Connor's big hit is actually a Prince song, right? Really? Yeah. Nothing compares to you as a Prince mm. song. I like his version. Her, her version is pretty heartbreaking, but his version's pretty good too. But yeah. that, yeah, that's a Prince song. Probably my earliest, like, that I can clearly define, like, my earliest memory of Prince would be the song um, When Doves Cry. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's probably Because, like, you know, you know how parents do, like, in the 80s and stuff. Well, not your parents, because your parents are, like, rock and roll. Uh, 
my my mom my, my dad liked Prince. Like I don't think he's a huge to... fan, but like you know the the pop stations or whatever, and and that was the song that was there. It was like. Yeah. My mom wasn't really rock and roll. My mom was like your mom. My mom was like, let's listen to K Big 104 on the <laughs> way to school. If you're from Southern California in the 90s, you like, how, how do you think I know that Celine Dion song that we were singing yeah. in the kitchen the other day? Oh, man. By the way, it makes it sound like our home life is super gay. <laughs> we're just, Ian and Chewie are just walking around singing Celine Dion songs. So, equality, dude. <laughs> I, I had fun. I don't give a shit. But, yeah. like, that's how I know that song. Like, and my mom liked, like, 80s pop stuff and 80s new. My mom and dad were really big on more new wave. And, like, like my dad liked, uh, as apparently I've been saying it wrong all these years, Depeche Mode. I always say Depeche Mode down. But I don't know. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. You know what? Fill out no, our poll. No, The whole F- argument. Fill out our no, poll. No, no, no. Hold on. The whole argument we had the other day was that you always said it with an upward inflection. And we, Evan and I were arguing that it's a downward inflection. So how do you say it? I say Depeche Mode. I say Depeche Mode. You say Depeche Mode. That's like I just said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you guys vote which one is right. <laughs> we'll somehow have to phonetically write it out. Simple. Yeah. And then we'll just put a poll up on Twitter. Simple. Go online, hit up the YouTubes. And, and see just, how many people. No, and just, just look up like uh, Depeche Mode review or something like that. <laughs> and just when people are like talking about that, they're going to say Depeche Mode. <laughs> and you're going you're gonna to find out. That's that's what it is. It's also anyway. like when people say bell pepper. <laughs> but the point is instead of bell pepper, they say bell pepper. Bell, well, it's it not it's not that dramatic. Okay. Cuz like obviously if if I said Depeche mode, that's different. You know, no one's going to fucking say it like that. Um but you know, it's like when people say like, "Oh yeah, you know, you just cut up some bell pepper." It's like <laughs> bell pep. It's that middle pep versus the middle pep. <laughs> <laughs> versus <laughs> bell pepper, like bell pepper. Okay, all right. You fucking drive it into the ground. The point is, my mom listened to 80s pop music just like <laughs> yours did. <laughs> that doesn't matter. So you were driving to school with your mom or driving somewhere with your mom. Yeah. And she would play Prince? Your mom. Oh, Prince? no, there, there was no story. It was just, I, I, that's like... The earliest, I mean, I watched Batman. That was my out. earliest memory of, of So Prince. inherently, I absorbed some prints at that point. <laughs> you, you let prints inside you yeah, without you even knowing about me it? When I was a young boy. I without even without even knowing I about it. I didn't even know about it. He's so fucking sneaky. The thing about that but, um, it's it's funny watching yeah. that movie now because then you'll like watch it, you'll be like, directed by Tim Burton, soundtrack by you'll be like Jack Nicholson, Michael Keaton. And you're like, All right, man, I'm down with this. And then all of a sudden, and songs by Prince. And you're like, what what? <laughs> Who yeah. made that decision? Somebody at Warner Brothers is like Listen, we got Prince still, and let's make him do this. So before he, before he becomes that symbol, let's make him do. Let's make him sing for another symbol, well, this bat symbol, <laughs> which is going to equal this no, dollar symbol let's right here. Sing for this other symbol here, this WB. Oh yeah, and I posted on the Four Color Commentary, our other comic book podcast Twitter today, uh, just a video of 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 Party Man, which is when Jack Nicholson goes and paints on the yeah. panties. And I remember thinking that song was like the most rocking jam ever when I was a yeah. kid. Like, I didn't know who Prince was or what that song was. I just remember. I'm like, that's yeah. that's what anarchy. That's what supervillains do, man. They go into museums, they paint over stuff, they dance around with a boombox. And now I watch it as an adult, and I'm like, they really wanted to fit those Prince songs in there. That one, or what was the other one? The um, the one where he's in the parade at the yeah. end. Oh God, what's the song? It's gonna bother me until I think of it. Uh, does it touch? Oh, touch. Do you wanna touch? He's throwing dollars yeah. and money at people. Yeah. I was like, wow. Super villains like Prince. And then you'd grow up 
<laughs> See, that's why the Joker's so much fun. He's yeah. purple. He's happy. He likes Prince. Batman, fucking downer. Prince is also purple. He yeah. was, he's known as the purple one. Ba- and, and fucking Batman downer hates Prince. Shoots yeah. guns at the Joker. Prince, Prince of Clowns. Yeah, it's true. Wake up, people. <laughs> Illuminati. Illuminati. Um, but but I, that was probably my first exposure to Prince was the Batman, oh, that man. Batman movie. Whether yeah, I liked it super or not. villains. They just go around spray painting museums and stuff. Flash forward. What's not even up? spray painting. They had an easel with yeah. paint, and he wrote "Joker was here" <laughs> on on a on a, a painting, and then he knocked over a, a, a I don't know. And then there's that one guy yeah. who does the little oh, Asian the, guy with the boombox. Oh man, who does a little the fucking sweet, sweet moves. Oh, I'm sorry, doesn't the boombox? He, he has, has a, a candelabra. Yeah, that's right. He just does the sweet Tommy Wiseau. He does the moves. He does little little dance, and then um, I think Bob was the one who was holding the boombox. If I remember right. No, he's either that or like just a, a big flash forward dude. 18 years. You're looking at the news, and you're like. This new villain, well, he went to this flea market and just <laughs> shot everyone. He just fucking opened fire. That's not what you do. That's, you're like, no, was, hold on. where's the museum? Hold on, was he playing Prince while he did it? That's even more offensive. <laughs> no, no, he listened to nothing but the screams of the children. Not oh, a supervillain, not a supervillain. Lock him away, police. Yeah, Don't put him you, in Arkham Asylum. Can you imagine, though, if you're like, if you go back and be like, you're talking to that version of Ian who's like, oh, man, oh, no, he's evil. He's going to take this art, but then Batman stops him and he puts him back or whatever. And then it's like, you're like, hey, man, we'll see. hey, kid. Want to see something really fucked up? Turn on the news. <laughs> it's just like God, a man went around stabbing children at a school. I mean, to be fair, okay. I'm just saying we live in a horrific world. We do, we do, Chewie. But to be fair, and it's more horrific now that Prince is dead. <laughs> oh, I see where we're going with this. I'm, I'm just saying it is. All right. Well, Prince, <laughs> you you weird. Did you? I wanna. I wanna. Yes. I wanna pay. A little bit of homage to Prince here by enlightening you on something you may not know. Oh, Ian, <clears throat> you um, you talked about. I mean, he he went from being Prince to mm-hmm. being that symbol. The Did artist that symbol have a name. The artist formerly we known as Prince, Prince, but he actually had um, another alter ego oh. that you may not know about, Ian. Um, but to answer your question. Uh, yes, that symbol did have a name. Uh, that symbol was trademarked in, I believe it's 1996 and it is called, uh, love symbol number two. Oh my God. What's love symbol number one? I don't know. <laughs> that means he probably did a couple revisions. Probably. Oh man. Um, a Google search love symbol number one. I'm pretty sure it's love symbol number two in like 96 is when it was like trademarked or something like that. Um, <clears throat> so I want to talk about. It does come up when you Google love symbol two. It comes up. It's the first or thing. just love symbol two. It may not be number two then, but. Either, well, either one. Same thing. So real quick before we dive a little bit deeper into Prince. Did you know. So. Let's talk about that Batman movie. Okay. Right? One of these things is not like the other. Right. right? Prince. Yes. Why? Do you know why? No. Do you? I have some information. Oh. I mean, I'm sure. I I always imagined the reason was because they're like, Prince is popular. Mm -hmm. We're putting a lot of money behind this movie. It's got Jack Nicholson in it. It's probably going to make hopefully bajillion dollars. So let's put this popular musician's music in it because 
that's what we're going to do. And thus started a trend of doing that. So it, it could have very well been, hey, let, let's do all that. But he had to agree to it, right? Correct. Yeah, correct. In so some way, he had to say yes. If you're Prince doing what Prince does at that time, what makes you say like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I mean, okay, let, let's, let's move aside the money. You know what I mean? But aside from money, do you think money was the only motivator? He liked Batman? No. He loved Kim Basinger. Oh. He did the Batman soundtrack because he had a crush on Kim Basinger. Oh, that's kind of cute. Tim Burton had originally planned for the Batman soundtrack to be split between Prince and Michael Jackson. What a f- oh my! Uh, what fucking crazy alternate right? universe where that went through. With, so wait, so Tim Burton also wanted it too? I guess. Oh man! With the former providing funk uh, and the latter singing ballads, Prince ended up recording the entire album's worth of material after meeting and falling for lead actress Kim Basinger. Oh man! He canceled a Japanese tour to get to work on the material in an attempt to impress her. Shortly after the soundtrack was released, he produced an album called A Hollywood Affair, featuring Bass. uh, I can't say it by without her first name. Kim Kim Basinger. Bass singer. Bass singer. Um, Bass singer. Um, Featuring Bass singer. Um, Yes, I love Prince. But but the record was scrapped mainly because she wasn't a very good singer. Um, Surprisingly, with the name singing your name does not make you a good singer. End of article. Another fun fact about that, Ian, um, is did you know that bad... Of Michael Jackson fame was originally intended to be a duet with Prince. Ooh, goddamn! Michael Jackson wrote "Bad" with the intention of singing it as a duet with Prince, and wanted to hype up a rivalry between the two of them in the press before releasing the single. Prince was not comfortable with the lyrics of the song, and objected to the song's opening line, "Your butt is mine." Who's singing that to whom? Prince asked at the time, because you sure aren't singing that one to me. Ooh, goddamn. Fighting words. Prince wanted to fight the motherfucker. Prince wanted to fight, and he, now we we also learn this. In Mail on Mail, he does not receive. (laughs) I don't know. He's a pitcher. Okay. He's just saying, he's like, like, hey, 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 Michael, my butt's not yours. Your butt is mine. I don't think... (laughs) Your butt Jackson. is mine. There's another, there's another oh, rivalry right there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is it Brandy and Monique? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Brandy's not going to die, is she? Oh, no. That's crazy. Dude, Michael Jackson and Prince are now dead. Yeah. Oh, man. What's going on in heaven Fighting right now? in heaven right and now. And David Bowie's like, don't fight. Don't <laughs> fight. It's all, f- <laughs> it's all get along. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Bowie impression, by don't, the way. Please, do. it depends on which Bowie we're talking about here. We're we talking about like seventies glam. I'm going Bowie? for overly sexualized glam. So you're going okay. Well, overly sexualized glam Bowie wouldn't sing low Bowie. No. Be like Bowie, don't fight. <laughs> please don't fight, boys. Yeah, like like uh, he's like a less whiny Billy Corgan. <laughs> Billy Hines, David Bowie shouts. <laughs> it's not a good Bowie, but you get the idea. Um, so, like, 
David Bowie shouts. <laughs> the Billy new Corgan is the like unreleased B-sides. <laughs> is is so Billy Corgan's up here and then he throws in the throat for free. <laughs> Bowie makes you pay for throat. That sounds really wrong. I'm just saying, dude, like can you imagine a duet of bad between David Bowie and Billy Corgan? <laughs> oh man. Your butt is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, okay, I don't really, I don't really like that, David. Quiet. <laughs> what, what was the name of that, of that, uh, that like B-Sides album he said? Oh, Shout. <laughs> shout. <laughs> the David Bowie shouts. Shouts. <laughs> <laughs> he shouts. Um, he doesn't shout anymore. No, see, because by the, by the time the 80s came around, he didn't really do that as much anymore. Like, he would, he would pull it out every once in a while. Like, he'd do, like, you know, when he do Let's Dance, he'd like, Let's Dance. Like, he'd do it a little bit higher. But the most of the song was, Like, it's all down there. Yeah. It's not like, like you know, There's here, a star, baby. man. Like, not that anymore. There's a star, man. <laughs> well, okay, Miss Basinger, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, have you seen Alec? <laughs> We're supposed to be on The Simpsons together. <laughs> hey, Michael Keaton. <laughs> I'm Kim Basin. I'm Vicky Vale. I'm Vicky Vale. <laughs> We're gonna I'm get a call. Vicky We're gonna get a call from Basinger's people. So there's a really sexy movie with Kim Basinger in it. Yeah, you ever seen Nine and a Half Weeks? No. Ooh, that's a sexy movie. Yeah. It's one of those ones I come home from school and beyond. I'm like, nine and a half weeks. Is, <laughs> wait a minute. Is this that one is this that one where Arnold Schwarzenegger has a baby? <laughs> I remembered. Wait a minute. That's Hold a different on. movie. Let me it's, do some How math. long does it take to have a baby? No. Um it's about <laughs> yeah, like it it's takes a, it's nine like, months to have a it's, baby. It's kinda like it's kinda like a pre if I remember correctly, maybe I'm wrong. It's kinda like a precursor to like um the Fifty Shades of Grey type of thing, where it's like just sex, sexy, sex, sex, and it's like there's like yeah, I'm definitely remember there's a scene where like they're they're do- doing stuff with food, like like there's strawberries being rubbed around lips and shit. Ooh. I'm gonna look up the plot synopsis. <laughs> Ooh, well anyway, I'm gonna look up the plot synopsis in nine and a half weeks to make sure I'm right here. While 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 you continue with your Prince fact. All right. Well, this is very important, so I need to make sure that okay. I, have I, ha- your I have the Wikipedia article pulled up. Hold on. Um, it, it is a 1986 American yeah. erotic fi- erotic romantic drama film. Ooh. Um, let's see. The film was a box office bomb. <laughs> so that means it did so good yeah. it blew up box it blew offices. up box offices um, everywhere. Film of a huge success internationally, particularly in Australia, Canada, and the United Kingdom. They loved it. Considered too sexy for America. Um, let me see here. The plot. First to a duration of a relationship between Wall Street. Uh, let's see who is, uh, uh, and the, the the main character's name is John Gray. Oh, oh come on, that's where she stole who's, it from. Who's the uh, who's it starring? Oh, you know, you know who it's starring. Okay, who? I'm gonna give you a couple guesses. Okay. I'll give you a couple hints too. Okay, he's played comic book characters. Okay, one is a villain and one is an antihero. Okay, he's in a Marvel movie. Okay. But he hasn't been back since his one appearance in a Marvel movie. It's from the phase one of Marvel. And he was really big in the 80s before something happened to him. Um, hold on. Nowadays, you would never, I don't think, picture him. Oh, Mickey Rourke. Yep. Yeah, now I remember. <laughs> now I remember. Let's see. Uh, John uh, initiates and controls the various experimental sex practices as this volatile relationship to push Elizabeth's boundaries. It's literally... Yeah. 
It's practically Fifty Shades of Grey. No, no, Ian, it's not. Fifty Shades of Grey is practically this. It's practically nine and a half weeks. Let me see. Wake up, sheeple. Um, I'm going to have to... There's do you, dude. Do, we, do you just want me to read the plot synopsis of this movie? We, See how sexy it gets. Like okay, we can spoil I mean, how, it. How long is that plot synopsis? It's like five paragraphs. Uh, All right, let me let me let me just let me just skim for the sexy parts. Um, uh, let's see. John wins her heart, but I start dating Elizabeth. Increasing subjective John's behavior. Uh, so okay. he blindfolds Elizabeth. Here's what I want to know: Is she with? This John Gray guy, like in the beginning, or does she cheat on someone with gives, John Gray? No, or no, no. It's just like, like a relationship. No, okay. it's just like a relationship. So they're together. Yes. Okay. He first gives her an expensive gold watch and instructs yeah. her to use it or to think about him at noon. She takes this imperative even further yeah. by masturbating at her workplace at the oh, designated man. time. Getting hard Damn. over there. However, he ultimately confuses Elizabeth by his reluctance to meet reluctance to meet her friends despite the intimacy of their sexual relations. Oh, see, okay. I want to meet your friends, girl. I just, I just, I don't want to meet your friends. I just want to bang, bang, bang. Um, Elizabeth's confusion, but okay, but she examines his closet until she discovers a photograph with him with another woman. John Uh-oh. asks who went to the step, declaring Punisher. He, he, he declaring he Ooh, will punish her. He's gonna punish their her. ensuing altercation escalates into sexual assault. Ew! Until oh. she blissfully concedes to his struggle to overpower her. Their sexual intensity grows as they start having. Having sex in public areas. Oh wow! Elizabeth's heightened need for psychosexual simulation drives him to stalk her. John's office and John. Wait, so she um, stalks him? Uh, yes. On leaving establishment, two men hurl a homophobic slur when they mistake John and Elizabeth for a gay couple. Okay. What? A fight ensues. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I've seen Kim Bastard. I don't think she looks like a man. Uh, a fight ensues. Elizabeth picks what up a knife. A uh, picks up a knife from one of the attackers and stabs one of them in the buttocks, and oh. both attackers flee. After the fight. Elizabeth reveals a wet tank top and has sex on site with John with intensely visceral passion. On this encounter, John's sexual games acquire sadomasochistic elements. Here we go. Rather than satisfying or empowering Elizabeth, such experiences intensify her emotional vulnerability. While meeting at a hotel room, John blindfolds her. A prostitute starts caressing Elizabeth and John uh, as John observes them. The prostitute removes Elizabeth's blindfold and starts working on John. Elizabeth violently intervenes and flees the hotel with John pursuing her. They run until they find themselves... <laughs> then he stabs her in they, the buttocks. They run until they find themselves in an adult entertainment venue. <laughs> they just happen to stumble upon one. Moments... It probably takes place in New York. This is before yeah. the, the cleanup. Oh, Moments yeah. later, John and Elizabeth before gravitate Giuliani. towards each other, finding themselves interlocked in each other's seemingly in- inescapable embrace. Following morning, John senses that he will never see her again. He attempts to share her, with her details about his life. Yeah. Elizabeth tells him that it's too late as she leaves the apartment. John begins to mentally count down to 50, hoping she will come back by the time he is finished. That's the end of the movie. So that definitely takes place before Giuliani ordered the yeah, cops to like murder all the bums. Yes, that's true. That's what happened, dude. Okay. Like, where did, the, did they all just get jobs and homes? No. <laughs> They're rotten in the, in, the, in the sewers and the subway lines. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so back to Prince. <laughs> um... <laughs> So after Sorry, that, we went on a Basinger rabbit hole there. So, <laughs> Ooh, Basinger's rabbit hole. Oh, God. that's a, it's, it's, Is this like a sex place? Because like well, that nine and a half weeks movie? No, we just serve like authentic pioneer cooking. Rabbit and, you know, weasel. Welcome Badger. to Basinger's rabbit hole. <laughs> I like how Chewie had to say it so he yeah. would, so we'd forget it. That's how the descriptions are made, kids. You got to peek yeah. at how the sausage is made. Yeah. Um, I, it made the noise despite it being on silent. Uh, Thanks, well, Apple. Yeah, there you go. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so, um, 
All right. So Prince, let's go back Prince. to Prince. Let's go back to the purple one. Okay. Okay. The purple one. The, um, the, the one. Did you know the one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater <laughs> is, <laughs> is not Prince. about Prince. <laughs> um. So he intended. I love eating people. Don't tell about my one horn. That's why I have all that hair. <laughs> he intended to release an album, an entire album, as a woman. That's no fucking way. Prince developed a feminine alter ego known as Camille while working on Sign O the Times. He used the persona on a single, uh, I'm sorry, on the single, If I Was Your Girlfriend, and achieved the effect by slowing down the tape as he sang in his normal register. And when speeding the tape uh, up in playback, he... um, Got, you know, a higher register. Um, he reportedly recorded the entire album as Camille, but eventually scrapped it along with plans to film a movie about the character in which he'd play himself as well as appear in drag as Camille. He's a funky dude, man. Was a funky dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and then he got like super religious. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That, that <laughs> happened. And, he 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 insisted that the black album his heavy funk follow up to sign of the times be recalled and canceled a week before its release date in 1987 because he reportedly became convinced that the record was the work of the devil oh yeah that guy yeah showing up again he but like could you imagine it Ian? you're like oh man i'm really stoked about this album and like you you recorded it like man it's on fucking wax i can't i can't wait i'm super excited that's like if we released a podcast and we're like it's like oh man it's probably our best one ever this is gonna be really good and then like we go to sleep podcasting in weird new directions we go to sleep and like the next day i wake up and one of us is like we have to pull it we can't why not like why do we have to pull it just we have to all right we can't like we don't have any more time to record anything else. Like, what are we gonna do? Just we'll just not release one this week. Why not? Because we're not gonna do it, Chewy. Ian, why? We're done. Ian, Chewy, I'm not gonna have this discussion. You, you fucking will. No, I'm not gonna have this discussion. We're not releasing why the podcast. Are we not we're not gonna this? release it. All right. Why not? Because it's about Satan. It's about Satan. Yeah, it's it, the devil made us talk about it, and it talks about him in a positive way, and I don't feel comfortable releasing it. We didn't even mention him once. He's there. He's in it. Every time I laugh, I hear his fucking cackling voice. I hear his growls behind every (laughs) time you smile. (laughs) But, like, isn't that fucking nuts? (laughs) Seriously? Isn't that fucking nuts? That's a little nuts. If Prince comes and haunts you tonight, I won't be surprised. (laughs) But, I mean, like, if he did, though. Not to be dark, but he knows now, doesn't he? What? Oh. If it really was? Maybe. (laughs) <laughs> also, one time he was so Prince, poor- if you know now, haunt Chewy. No. <laughs> Tell Chewy. Haunt if- Matt. <laughs> no, because he'll we'll never believe him. I want somebody who has a credible source. Uh, like, if you told me you had a, a dream tonight that Prince came to you and said, yeah, man, it, uh, the devil is real. And absolutely, like, the absolutely that album was about Satan. And you'd be like, how you've do I know? You've just, fa- you've just Hold on. negated this entire Hold on. test. Hold on. But but then he goes, but then you go, well, how do you know I really prince? And he tells you something about me that only I know. And I go, well, how do you know that was real? He's like, because like, you did blah, blah, blah. And I'll go, I never told you that. And you're like, Prince knows. 
Prince knows all. And now I'll never have any secrets. <laughs> Prince knows <laughs> all Prince my secrets. Prince knows all your, your secrets. secrets. Uh, one time he was so poor that he would just go to McDonald's to just smell the food. That that happened in his life. When he was young? I guess. Like younger, I, oh, at God. least. I don't know. So there you go. That's Prince. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. His name was actually Prince Like when he was, he was a little he was a little. His name is like Prince. Randall. What's his real name? Print something? No. Yeah, it's like... Um, I don't think so. His real... Let's see. Oh, he also wrote his first song when he was only seven. Um, like Mozart. Yeah, exactly like Mozart. His, he wrote his pieces when he was No, young. I said exactly like Mo- Mozart. Um, <laughs> Let me see. Hold on. I'm pretty sure his real name was like No, Prince... Prince Ro- his, his full name is Prince Rogers Nelson. Yeah, see, his Prince... So his first name is Prince, but yeah. but it, his name wasn't just Prince. It was no, no. Yeah, I, I meant name. like you know. So his he, name is Prince. He has a Prince. He is that. Then that that explains a lot about why he was so mad when they're like, "You can't record as Prince." He's like, "But my name is Prince." Yeah, but no, you can't do that. But that's my name. Okay, but it's not. How anymore. do you think I feel when I go to sign up for a Gmail account? <laughs> And I search my, and I do my first and last name, which is pretty damn fucking unique. And then it's like, no, someone else has this. I'm like, no. where the fuck? I feel like there's probably more than Spelled one. exactly the same way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. I mean, there probably is. There's another Ian Rich in the world. Yeah. There's actually a guy named, I, I don't know, but his name always comes up whenever I search myself on the internet. A guy named Ian Ritchie who exists. Spelled Dude, the same what if, way. What if like... Okay, if your name is John Smith, like, this doesn't apply to you. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, everywhere. But, like, what if you have, like, a somewhat unique name or something unique about it? Like, maybe the way it's spelled or, like, a, a variation of it or something like that, you know? Um, but, like, you got something, like, somewhat unique. And then, you know, you go and you sign up and for, for Twitter or whatever. And it's like, oh, no, that's already taken. What if that person, like, is... Also, your doppelganger. Wouldn't that be fucked up? It like they're just fucking you. That's that's be. all it is. <sighs> like, <laughs> what if what if your doppelganger dude was not even like oh someone that kind of looks like you? What if it was exactly you? All your like personality, your feelings, your like your your way of thinking, all of that stuff. Just the person lives. But do they think they're me? Do like, mean? do they think that they're unique or do they know, yeah. like, I'm a copy of this they person? They are exactly like you. So when he meets me, he yeah. thinks that I'm his doppelganger. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, it's everything's exactly the same. The only difference, well, let me rephrase that. Not the only difference because inherently there are other differences that stem from this difference. He's but let's, let's talk about idea. A, a, like, a different, um, no, 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 like, everything about you is exactly the same. I'm sorry. I just, I just kill him. I'm sorry you have to live this life. I'll do it for you. <laughs> but like the only thing is instead of being like born in America, he was like born in fucking like Just say it, communist Belgium. Russia. <laughs> no, he's like he's like he's like Belgian. Okay. But like everything is I mean, granted well, do you remember, he's grown up in a different like environment do you think with different a- people. Somehow he still turned out to be the same, except he speaks Belgian mm-hmm. and he's from Belgium. You know what I mean? But he likes everything exactly the same as you do and like all that sort of stuff, you know? 
Like, wouldn't that be fucking? That would be fucking. And like, because it's one thing to like see someone on the news in the background, or to, like you're out and about, and you're like, hey, that guy looks like Chewy or whatever. You know, you, you have that, and it's like, oh, I can see the similarities. But then there's the people that are like exactly the same. And what if? Because we, I never go and talk to him. Like, oh, hold on, I'm gonna have a conversation with you. You look exactly like so and so. But what if you did? And like they sounded exactly like you. It's like that episode of that Twilight Zone, where where she's waiting for the bus. <laughs> is that the, is that the one where the guy's jerking off? <laughs> don't look at it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's oh, the riding, part too. Riding the bus is scary. <laughs> yeah, don't look at it. Don't look at it. You're talking about you talking about the one with the doppelganger lady. I remember that one. Yeah, and then like the one dude's like, we gotta get you some help. Hold on, and he goes outside and he sees himself. Uh, yeah, that's a. Weird and then episode. he just runs away from himself. Well, the other guy runs away. He's like, come back here. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna make your life hell. He, he just smiles and like he's running. He's just like that's the doppelganger. He's he running like, away to do he, evil. He looks back and then yeah. he just keeps running. But because it's kind of this, but like the regular yeah. guy's chasing after him. Yeah, he's like, hey, come back here. But the doppelganger doesn't say anything. He just smiles, he's, he's and laughs, runs. and laughs. He, he laughs. doesn't laugh. I thought he did. Pretty sure he, he does not because he has that like like closed mouth smile the whole time smirking all evilly oh god like he's some evil yeah. guy from another dimension oh man scary like that that's, Star Trek that's, episode with that's what uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that's what the Beastie Boys are singing about that's <laughs> the other dimension another dimension another um, dimension um hold on though yeah so we've given Prince his fair yes his fair time let's talk about the other one Chewie <laughs> <laughs> the other one I feel like you need to get it off your chest yeah I need to get it off my chest a lot Okay. Go ahead, Chewy. Um, Who else passed away? Some of you may know. Some of you grew up in the 90s. Yes. Some of you may have already been grown up in the 90s, and that does, you could still know about it. You could still know about her because, hey, man, she's a legend. China, the ninth wonder of the world, found dead in her apartment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Wrestler China. I, I want to say that because I'm going to be like, Oh my God, is China gone? <laughs> oh no, the country of China. <laughs> First of all, China, the country is the ninth wonder of the world. Also China, the country, <laughs> China, the country lives in an apartment. Over <laughs> Beach. Um, China is dead. She died. Yes, um, that's true. The rest, I'm going to read this little thing here. It's from the independent.co.uk. Um, the wrestling world is in mourning following the news that former WWE wrestler China has died at the age of 45. She um, <clears throat> had a colorful and unusual life and experienced more in her short but action-packed lifetime than most. So um, her real name, Joni Laurer, 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 Laurer. I can't say that with the two R's. Um, She was found dead in her California apartment on Wednesday night. Uh, Police in Redondo Beach were called to her apartment after a friend found China unresponsive. Um, As I understand it, the friend was concerned because she hadn't answered her phone in a couple days. So she went to check on her and discovered her dead and unresponsive. Uh, The cause of death is currently under investigation, but police say there are no signs of foul play. So, what do you know about China, Ian? I know that she was a wrestler. Okay. I know that she was also an adult film star. Yep. For a time. 
Uh, and I know she's yeah she posed she posed nude a couple times, um, but mostly what she's known for is a wrestler uh, and also in more in later life an adult film star. What is your impression of China, Ian? She's a a, a badass, tough. Like she beat the shit out of me. Mm. I mean, uh, my impression. I also remember she was on that show Celebrity Rehab because she's having mm. some troubles. Um, I don't know. I feel like she. I feel like she she could probably beat your ass and stuff, but I feel like deep down she just wanted to be loved. Probably she just wanted some. She just well, she just wanted to be like, and I don't know. But this is the vibe I get from a lot of of, of women that are like that. Maybe not. Maybe not. It's maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's right. But I get this vibe of like they just want to feel like sometimes a lady, and I've I've known a lot of ladies. Sometimes a lady just wants to feel like a lady. Yeah, they want to feel like like what we socially and culturally a lady. accept as a and lady because I'm, I'm not especially with like a, like a woman like like china who's a a tall amazonian but like strong woman mm-hmm. like i bet it's hard for her or i bet it's hard for even some men to see her in that light to be like oh she's like del- she i treat her like a delicate flower and that's how i should treat her They're like no look at how badass she is and big she is she probably kicked my ass but I feel like maybe that's what she was just searching for is someone to love her, someone to be like, you are mine and I love you. And maybe she got that. Maybe she never did. I know she was married for a short time. Yeah. I don't, I don't know a lot about China, well, but get ready. You're going to learn some stuff. I, I know one thing about her what that's pretty know? impressive. That? Maybe one of your facts. She's played a Marvel character in a movie that has not appeared in any other Marvel movies yet. Not in a Marvel movie. It was in a adult porn oh. parody, but she did play <laughs> She-Hulk. Yeah, there you go. So she got to be a a superhero in some way. She did. (laughs) In in one way. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. It's all right. Um, Smashing gender barriers and stereotypes to literal smithereens, China was the only female wrestler to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Really? Once a shy, unassuming girl growing up in New York, China went to make her grand debut. Went on to make her grand debut as bodyguard for Triple H, competing alongside and against some of the hardest men in WWF. China established herself as one of the most enduringly famous and popular female wrestlers throughout the course of her career. I can't name it, a single other one. To be yeah. honest with you, I mean, I mean, there's other ones like uh, uh, there, there are other ones. I'm, but but here's okay. the thing: I'm wrestling compared to you. Yeah. I'm a wrestling layman. Yeah. Like I know. I mean, I know obviously. Shut up, Natalie. I'm Goldberg, and I know like, <laughs> I know, I know. Not Hulk, just Goldberg; it's the whole title. I know, I know, I know. Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I know, you know, Hulk Hogan, and I know Macho Man, and I know the Ultimate Warrior, and, and like I know, and Sting, and all this stuff. I know they're from different things, but yeah, I know wrestlers in general, mm-hmm. and The Rock, of course. Duh, I love The Rock. Um, but like, if you're like, okay, name me some wrestlers, only ladies. The only one I could think yeah. of would be China. That'd be the only one. I'm like China. Doesn't Vince McMahon have a daughter that does it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there aren't a whole lot, and but you, I mean, you definitely had to have been like she's definitely the most recognizable female on wrestler. I think. The wrestling world at that time to really know about that. So here's the thing about me: I, I totally, totally was into wrestling. You know what I mean? Like what when I was like probably like in the middle of like elementary school through probably like right around like the beginning of high school, you know, um, just like, I don't know, dude, it it was something alluring about it. So with that, you know, China was there 
And, um, you know, I just knew her as like a wrestler and stuff, but here's some, here's some other interesting stuff from beating up multiple time world champions to appearing in Sabrina, the teenage witch to joining the peace corps. Wow. The wrestler who has been dubbed the first lady of sports entertainment lived a unique life. Growing up in a home plagued by alcoholism and other problems, China's childhood was not free of hardship. After her parents divorced at the age of four, she regularly moved houses, having a total of three different stepfathers and one stepmother. China left home at the age of 16, which was also when fitness began providing a welcome sanctuary. Turning her attention to aerobics and lifting weights at her local New York gym, she quickly discovered a parallel universe and a reprieve wrestling. Uh, New York native, the New York native began training to be a pro wrestler in a wrestling school. Yeah, there's wrestling schools, by the way. I wouldn't doubt it. Fun fact. If any of you guys listen to, um, to the music, you know, just the music. If you're familiar with the band, you know, like the Doobie Brothers suggested you you do. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm going to, I want to make one of those, like listen to Black Sabbath shirts, right? But I just want to say, listen to music. And That's then it. It says Doobie Brothers on the back? No, just just. Well, you won't know. I'll make the shirt for you, and you won't look at the back. It'll say Doobie Brothers. <laughs> Doobie Brothers. <laughs> you know, In black on like black. Like the Doobie Brothers. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, the guitar player, one of the guitar players for the um, guitar player, bass player, for uh, Every Time I Die, in on, on top of being, you know, a professional musician who's, you know, doing that or whatever, has decided he's going to join the pro wrestling circuit. As oh, well. all right. He's training. He's, he's got a tag team set up. Okay. And Andy Williams, and I can't remember the but, name of wait, the other Andy guy. Williams, the... Wait a minute. That's his name. I, I know. But I always, whenever you say yep. his name, I always think of the other Andy Williams. <laughs> so imagine that Andy Williams. The other. The <laughs> Andy, original. Andy Williams. Andy Williams. Teamed up with someone else, and their tag team name is the Pythons. Oh, God. Yeah. Violent Gentleman has a shirt with them on it. Of course they do. That's great. Um, so the New York native began uh, training to be a pro wrestler in a wrestling school where all the other students were male. Learning under the watchful uh, guidance of Walter Killer Kowalski, uh, she rapidly dominated the world of women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was then that she was scouted by Paul Levesque, also known as Triple H, and Shawn Michaels, otherwise known as HBK. That's Heartbreak Kid for you, uh for you not in the know. Um, She quickly ascended to prominence, a founding member of the wrestling squad, which labeled itself D-Generation X. She... uh, Do you have to say it that way for legal reasons every time? For legal reasons. D-Generation X. (laughs) With X-Pac, who later went on to do porn. Um, Oh, did they ever do one together? I don't know. That would be fucking crazy. I'm going to find out tonight. (laughs) I'm going to find out tonight. I'm going to do some uh, research (laughs) after the show. Um, yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> let's see. Um, she went on to be a number of esteemed male wrestlers, uh, such as multiple time, uh, world champions, triple H, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, and Jeff Jarrett. She also had a porn career, as you mentioned. Ian. Yeah, she did. Despite her wide array of achievements, China does not currently have a place in the WWE's hall of fame. That will change soonish. Yeah. This is believed to be the result of her work in the adult industry from 2004 onwards. She has also appeared in Playboy magazine twice. 
a world away from a wrestling career, China made a rather unusual appearance in Sabrina, playing the role of the devious Mary Jo in the episode Driving Miss Goodman. After Sabrina gets into a minor car accident while uh, teaching Miles how to drive, Mary Jo uh, sues her for gross injury, although it later transpires Mary Jo is lying and faking her injuries. So, <clears throat> you, I know what you're thinking, Ian. All right, cool. She's a wrestler, she's strong, and she's done porn. So she's an entertainer, like, boom, that's it, right? Um, she actually has an education behind her as well. A lesser-known fact about the wrestling great is her scholarly past. China graduated with a major in Spanish literature from the University of Tampa, Florida in 1992. She also studied German and French at uh, and university... I'm sorry, German and French and university and can uh, converse in both languages. More recently, she released a fashion book, Paper Doll, in 2009, which became a bestseller. And finally, from uh, she joined the Peace Corps and traveled to Guatemala, working as a um, working as a singer in a band, uh, to being a 900 number chat line worker. China has done it all. Uh, she's even trained. She has even trained as a flight attendant and has worked as a belly dancer. So, like, I have another interesting fact. What, about China. What's that? This is from Wikipedia. But, yeah. So I can't I can't claim 100 validity, but. It says, Laura's, this is about a, a thing about her that I'm sure that it's not like a personality thing, but it's interesting because yeah. I didn't know this. Um, Laura's breast implants were custom made for her right after, uh, after her first implants were ruptured during a wrestling match. She uh, had also complained to her plastic surgeon that the largest breast implants did not suit her frame in the way she desired. Yeah. Laura's custom implants became the model for the China 2000s, a model of breast implant now marketed to large framed women and female bodybuilders. Wow. Laura claims to have been paid $6,000 for them. <laughs> oh, man. That's nuts. Yeah. Think about it. Like, he's like, well, your unique body type. Like, we're going to go ahead and develop, like, a model that's going to be in production. Like, that's from here on out. That are like you. For, like, like now people can be like, oh, I'll take the China the China 2000s. <laughs> what kind of... In- we need to start doing that again. Yeah. We don't do that anymore what? with, like, cars no. or... What happened to those adding numbers that yeah. are, but they always have to be thousands too. Yeah. Like if we ever release a product, you and I, yeah. it's going to start with this, then it's going to be the, this 1000. Yeah. Then the, this 2000. We're just going to yeah. keep going up. We're just going to start at a thousand. We're start at, how is, oh no, no, we started, we started the thing. Okay. So we start at like, let's say we released hat. Okay. We start at hat. Hat. And then, uh oh, new version, hat 1000. Hat 1000. Oh man. Oh man. New version, hat 2000. And then what we do is we're like, hey, we got a new hat coming out. People are like, oh, let me guess. Hat 3000? You're like, "Mm mm-mm. Hat 2000X. Yes! Yes! Absolutely. Hat 2000X. X is also the other thing that gets to be added. Now, here's the thing. Eventually, Hat 3000 gets released. There's only two letters that you can do that. Well, there's three. I would argue it's three, and this is mostly coming from the car world. X, S, and R. Okay. R? R. Like, oh, it's the 2800R? It's like, oh, that sounds really important. It I, is. I haven't heard the R before. The L is also important. L for luxury. I feel like S it's, for sport. I feel like at some point what you could do. CE for cheap edition. <laughs> for common edition. <laughs> Commoner edition. <laughs> oh, man. There's that privilege. Um, I feel like, though, even though at some point Hat 3000 will come out, like people once Hat 
3000 comes out and, and 4000, they'll be like, man, that's really fun. That's really fucking cool hat, but it's not hat 2000 X like hat 2000 X was the, the pinnacle. The pinnacle is always the one, the one with the X. And then later on down the line, like hat 6,000 or whatever. Someone says, Hey guys, we need to get back to 2000 X. Our founders we, over 10,000 years ago. Our founders. How <laughs> these we, two guys, we've been making hat for 10,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> how do we get back to the glory days? You know, the best thing about hat is what? It's not actually a hat. Yeah. <laughs> it stands no. for something else. Yeah, no. Hat's the name of the product. It's, <laughs> it's not, not a hat. hat. Yeah. It's, that'd be stupid. Yeah. It's <laughs> Hover Automotive Transport. Yeah. Duh, guys. Come, come on, on. dude. Seriously. Or is it? Hover is it that? Automotive Transport. Is it that? Maybe. We don't know. We don't know yet. We Maybe it stands it for a ha-ha actuating <laughs> trajectory. Maybe it stands for hot and temperature. <laughs> Maybe it stands for hot anal tremor. We don't know. <laughs> You don't know. It's, it's a vibrating thing you put in your butt. It's warm. Oh and it, it, it has just, like a warming gel on it. Yeah. And then the version two, yeah. the, the warming gel is inside. So it like it like sprays out inside and then coats it from the inside. Okay. It so works for I, butts or vaginas. I envision this. Don't put product, it in your mouth though. It's I not envision edible. the product that you're describing. The uh, or it could be hover. Oh, hold on, hold on. No, let's talk about <laughs> hover let's auto talk, transport. What, what was it called? The, <laughs> the hot, hot anal tremor. Hot anal tremor. <laughs> Uh, I imagine it's like an earthquake. Here's what it is. It's one of those items that gets repurposed because what happens is at first it's released purely as like a sex of, toy. Of course, sex toy. But then through studies and through use and trial and error, we discover it's actually beneficial for people who suffer from, you know, obstructed bowels. You know, it's actually really good to relieve constipation. So then we we eliminate some of the sexiness of it and make it look more like utilitarian, like just kind of like Oh, like this is this is a, a necessary tool for your health, and we come out <laughs> we come out with the <laughs> hat seven thousand M M for medical. That's what it is. Oh my god, dude! Hat's gonna make us so much money. <laughs> no matter what it ends up being, hat will make us money. Uh, Chewy, I've I have a question yes. that is it's gonna kind of wrap us up on the two topics that we've had tonight. Which is, I have a question for you. Okay. As these people that we know from our childhoods and our youth are dying, mm-hmm. even though, and both, honestly, probably before their time, does it make you feel a little bit like... Like I'm going to die? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Does it make you scared that, like, next, like, you're the, yeah. like the line is moving forward and you're... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, look at, I look at these deaths and I... Directly, and there's been a lot of them this year. The first thing I do is correlate them to my own life. The first thing I do is look at how old were they. Second thing I look at is what was their lifestyle, okay? Because, like, um, I, I mean, I look at, like, China, right? I'm like, fuck, 47, dude. Like I'm, uh, I'm more than halfway there. Like I'm right behind her. Like I seriously, I'm fucking, there. but then I start to think about like, okay, okay, let's look at this. I can't prove anything, but let's look at, you know, her lifestyle. Okay. You know, adult film industry, there's some kind of stereotypes to go along with that in terms of lifestyle, in terms of like drug use, possibly, you know, things like that. Um, you have the whole wrestling thing. Mm-hmm. Right, which in and of itself, anytime you're doing any sort of intense physical activity like that for extended periods of time for a long part of your life, 
uh, that's going to take a physical toll on your body and where it's not going to be like, oh, well, you got, you know, body slammed 10 times. So now you're hard. But like over time, your muscles, your joints, your bones take a beating. And while that may not be the exact like that's why you died, it causes your body to work a little differently, which mm. could contribute to things and maybe combine with other things such as drug and lifestyle and all that sort of stuff. And before that, the whole bodybuilding thing, I don't know. I don't know. I have not done research and I'm not going to claim one thing or another, but a common thing in bodybuilding um, can be the use of uh, illicit you know, drugs like steroids and other sort of performance enhancers and stuff like that to give you an edge. So if, uh, if she needed help in that area, she might have done those drugs. Hopefully she didn't. And hopefully it was all natural. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, so those are the things that I consider then. And then I'm like, okay, that probably shaved a good portion, you know, off. And I, that's how I rationalize. Like, okay, well, at least I'm not that. Uh, at least I'm okay. I'm not like a rock star. I'm not doing cocaine and drugs. And, but then I'm like, oh, I did just eat a bunch of Del Taco. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, but it was just once this, it's just once this week. I'm not going to be Chris Farley yeah. or John Belushi yeah. or John Candy or yeah. Sam Kinison. Exactly. Only one of those, I think, died from being fat. Yeah. And that was John Candy. Yeah. But just don't try to start doing speedballs. Although, I mean, sometimes I feel pretty low energy, though. <laughs> I need to mix I need to make something that makes me go fast, but also slows me down. Ian, I've been really tired this week and I've got a big weekend ahead of me. <laughs> do you got anything do you got anything that can help pep me up? <laughs> I do. <laughs> it's called What did we learn this week? <laughs> <laughs> What did we learn this week? We yeah. learned that a lot of people died, <laughs> but we learned some interesting effect, facts about their lives. I'm sad, I'm sad that China died. I really, I'm sad I really that am. Prince died. I really am. I know like, you're not. <laughs> no, no. I said I'm, I'm, I really am sad that China died. And I'm, and I, I'm, well, I'm sad that anyone has to die, A, in, except for Hitler. He's, it was okay that he died. Ian, um, if you had, oh my God, he's still alive listening to this, isn't if he? If you had a special power, Ian, yes, where you could prevent anyone, like just like anyone from dying... Right, like only once. Mm. No, like um, like a famous person. No, just like you can stop death. Like someone's about to die, uh-huh. or or they have died, and uh-huh. you can like touch of life, like bring them back. Uh-huh. And they're not gonna be like fucked up either. <laughs> like, yeah, they're not gonna be like, what happened? I shouldn't be. For your for you comics fans, it's not gonna be like the Lazarus Pit where we put them in the Lazarus Pit yeah. and then they come back and like. <laughs> like a little bit you're like okay calm down if you're a more recent comic book fan it's not gonna be like revival no okay <laughs> um it's not you're not you're not gonna start like pulling out your own teeth and removing your eyelids so that you don't blink and miss the angels when they come by um you know <laughs> do you remember that scene no that was in a, in a later book this little girl she 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 comes back from the dead right and so her family's like oh it's a blessing she's a miracle and all that stuff but then like she ends up like she's like I saw the I don't want to like not see the angel like you know like what if I miss the angels so she takes a razor blade and she cuts her eyelids off. Ugh. So she just has like, you know, eyes like that. Yeah. Um, so they're not going to be fucked up like that. They're going to okay. be completely normal. They're going to be like, oh my God, you saved my life. You know, whatever. And they'll, honestly, they're probably going to be like, I've been given a gift. I'm going to make use of my second chance. And, you know, maybe they go back to school, you know, and just, you know, get a, get a better education for their family. Maybe 
they go on to be a really famous, you know, physicist or a rock star. What, I know where you're going with this. Whatever it is, right? So they they can do all that stuff. I know what you're gonna say. What? Or they could go on to be a famous serial killer <laughs> and murder a lot of people. No, no, no. I'm talking about the people, honestly, that you, that you would save. Uh huh. Like that, that were already good people. Yeah, okay. Are, are gonna probably be better for it too. But the downside to it is for every person that you save, that's like, you know, I want to save this person. They deserve a second chance or whatever it is. Somebody else has to die? No. Somebody else who is a horrible person. And I'm not talking about like, oh, he was a dick. Like, I'm talking about like this guy like. Serial kept killer? five people in his basement. Yeah, so serial killer, no, kidnapper. Yeah, yeah, like like horrible, horrible He just did bad things, okay. Who was on the brink of death or about to die or whatever uh-huh. was granted the same thing, too. Oh, man. Like, they, they also got to live or whatever, but they won't have a change in con. Like, they're just going to keep being who they are. Oh, God, what a, what a terrible power. <laughs> Does everyone know that? Do, do they mean? know the rules? Like, do they know that if I save grandpa's life, that some serial killer out there or somebody who's a terrible person is also going to get to live? You're, or do they just think that I have the power to save anyone and that's all they know? You have the power to save anyone. That's all they know. Um, but it comes at a terrible cost. It comes at a terrible cost. Well, it, sounds, it sounds like the, a great plot for a comic that you're giving away to everyone. Shut up. <laughs> but copyright, chew it this out. Copyright Trade, Chewedian. Copyright trademark Chewedian. Shut, um, shut up at everybody out there. Shut up. Um, so, no, that's a great idea. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could use that power. It's like Superman with a with a cost. And the thing that's like that's fu- a great pitch for it. It's Superman with a cost. It's a, and the thing that's fucked up about it too is you don't know. Like you don't have like a, like a a radar or a spidey sense where you could be like. Hey, uh, you just know somewhere, someplace, this has happened. Yeah, and you, so you can't go and like interfere in like. Does it revive people like who have been dead a long time, or is it only people who have like were just dying at that moment? It would be. So it's like a fifty-fifty shot, like that, or is it like a like a like a? This sounds like something we should probably discuss and come back to. Yeah, I haven't decided. All I'm right. gonna say for the time being. It's 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 like for like. Okay. So, so it's not like someone, if I it's not like if I save your life that Kim Jong Il is gonna come back and be like, hey, I'm alive again. Not in this current incarnation. Okay. However, that may change. <laughs> that may change. Or like you have the ability to say, I'm gonna bring back Abraham Lincoln, but some historical monster hmm. is gonna come back to life, and you don't know which one. It could be a historical monster where you're like, oh shit. Oh, fuck, it's that guy. Or it could be one where you're like, eh, maybe he wasn't so bad. Hmm. Uh, maybe they got one of him. So, so. Um, so you would have no way of knowing. And, I mean, it won't also, like, make the news. Like, it's all, like, subtle and stuff like that. Like, like it's not like, oh, my God, Hitler rose from the dead. <laughs> he, he rose out of the ground. And, no, it's just like. One day, if you happen to accidentally revive Hitler, he uh, he just wakes up in some apartment in Munich, and he's just like, "What's this?" And then fade to black. 
Oh, scary. Next next episode. I don't know. If, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd want to use that power. I have to think about this. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> I'll call you the reviver. All right. All right, Stan. I'll think about it. Um, the reviver. I don't know if I could do that. I'll have. I'll have. I'll, I tell you what. I'm gonna give us a cliffhanger. Also, I'm gonna the, spend the next week contemplating this pa- this power. Also, in this it. moment, in this moment, you're holding a dying child, Ian, oh, bleeding out of their neck as they were caught in the crossfire from gang warfare. But what if that's the evil person? Wait a minute. If I bring back an evil person, does a good person come back? You only have... Them. And we don't know about their future. So this little kid could be yeah. really good right now and then turn out to be an evil asshole. But, or, but again, there's kind of the whole, like, the people that are good that you save understand what you've done and typically... But can a child really grasp this? I don't know. This sounds like a conversation we should save. I don't know. I'm going to think on this power, and I want you to come up with all the rules. And next week on this show, we will discuss this power and all the rules in different situations I can try to use to get around it. Oh my god. And we'll just call the episode The Power. This just sounds annoying. (laughs) No, this is going to be fun. This is going to be, let's figure out if if I would really use this power. We'll ultimately decide. I have one more thing I want to tell you about, Ian. Yes. There's a game. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, Because we're talking about, like, you know, oh, good and bad and, like, you know, something like that. Um, There's this game. It's a card game. Um, A little bit. I guess it's kind of like a little bit of free advertising here. Okay. Um, But it seems really fun. Uh, There's a game. I don't know if it's in Kickstarter right now or if it's already been funded or whatever. Um, It's called Triggered. Have you heard of this game? Mm Mm-mm. Oh man, look look it up. Have you found it yet? Uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, triggered game is a search. Yeah, triggered exclamation point, and it's like a card game. Thing. Uh, let me see here. Basically, the premise of it is <clears throat> you pick from a handful on, of characters. It looks like it's on Indiegogo. Ah, there you go. Um, it, you pick from a handful of characters. It has not been funded yet. They need twelve thousand. I think this is it. Wait. No, is this a video game? No. Okay, this is a video game. I think it's like a card Hold game on. type of thing. Hold on, that's not the same one. I would say it's at times more offensive than Cards Against Humanity. Um, you pick from like one of like I don't know if it's four or six characters or something like that, and the the characters themselves are stereotypes. So one is like, what do they describe it as? Oh, the the vegan foreigner, or the vegan immigrant is what it was, and the other one's like the gun-toting, like business, like businessman. Um, one was like the lesbian black female, um, just stuff like that. And the idea is you have a few different types of cards, um, which you pull out of a special card holder, and that card holder is called the opinion ass. So you pull an opinion out of the ass. And what you do is you read it and such things, such cards read as like, um, not to sound racist, but you know, and then like whatever else it is, um, and just stuff like that. And what you do is you, uh, you then have to like fight or defend the point depending on like who's playing the card. So like someone, the example that you do in the video is like not to sound offensive, uh, like not not to sound racist, but like you know maybe 
you know, black people wouldn't get arrested if they stand, if they didn't look so shady. And then <laughs> some, and then someone is like, uh, that's offensive. I'm offended by that. Cause what happens is that triggers you. So then you like move up the trigger meter and I don't, I don't know. I think it's whoever gets triggered all the way first or something like that wins. But like, then what happens is I don't know if they have a rebuttal card or something like that, but the person then plays a card is just like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I am black, so it's automatically valid. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> or like there was another one where someone says something and it says, I'm going to play the age card. Uh, I'm old, so it's okay. <laughs> um, things like that. And then there's universal trigger cards, which like when the card is drawn and played, everybody is triggered by it. Like just there's no like combating it. Yeah. When someone's like, ugh pedophilia <laughs> and then like everyone's <laughs> oh, like oh, damn, damn it, it. <laughs> um but yeah it's just it sounds like a fun game but i think it's definitely one of those ones that you're like you have to have the right group of people with yeah. i think their slogan is uh, it's it's the uh god what was the slogan for it, it was like it's the game for uh ease it's the game to experience what it's like to be an easily offended white person <laughs> or something like that <laughs> Uh, check it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we've given some moving tributes tonight. We've ta- talked about some some ways we can improve our life to have that same sort of sting and staying power that these yeah. two people had in their life. We could, we could, we could, we could cross dress. <laughs> we could. We could release a whole album as as females. We could hit the gym. Yeah. So, or we could. F- yeah. We could also watch you know nineteen eighties movies that were critically panned, but god damn, are they sexy as hell. God damn it, dude. We, we, we like exposed a major fucking like, like, I don't know how it no hasn't been discussed about yet. It. I want to make this a thing. <laughs> All like, right. I well, want to make this research. a thing on the internet that where people get pissed about it. Nine and a half shades of gray. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Nine and, <laughs> Nine and a half shades of gray. There you go. Nine All right. And a half shades of so uh, that is going to wrap us up for this week. Uh, we love you. Thank you for, for joining us. And remember that you can always you can always be the best you can be if you just be yourself, kids. So be yourself this week and enjoy each other. I am Chewy and I am Ian. All praise be unto the Dark Lord Kramdar. Save us, Jesus Christ, from our terrible, terrible sins. And as always, keep that face because you never know when someone is going to bash a chair into it and you're going to stand there like the fucking ninth wonder of the world and tear their ass apart. (laughs) Unless they're Prince because his butt is like this. This is This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.